welcome back to the off-screen shooters. It's a very, very special episode for today. I know you guys can't see it at home, but it's the first time the boys and I are recording live and in person. But it is a three-man show for today. It's your boy Chris. I got Francis with me and I got Saran. And we just want to wish Enoch very safe travels as he is on his way to Alberta for a wedding. So shout out to Enoch. Guys, it's our first episode in person. This is weird. I can see you guys. I'm in eye contact. That's crazy. I can see you guys it both in weird. front of me. Uh, we're also featuring, don't mind if you guys hear this later in the episode, but JJ, Mateo, Francis's dog, might make an appearance with a couple barks in the background. So don't be scared. Don't be wary. It's just JJ. It's, it's not Saran. It's not Saran barking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for today's episode, guys, it's going to be a quick one. You know, just a quick little thoughts on a couple of things happening in the NBA. And we're going to start it off with the Ben Simmons drama. So for those of you that don't know, after his, I guess, performance in the offs, or in the playoffs, um, they were pretty much saying that he was on the trade block. Am I? That's what it was, right? Yeah. So there are rumors swirling that he was going to get traded, doesn't want to go to training camp, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Pretty much Ben Simmons is pretty much out of, of Philadelphia. He thinks he is. He thinks he is. So I just want to raise the question to you guys. Francis and Saran, what are your thoughts on this Ben Simmons situation? Is he going to start the season off as a 76er or is he getting dealt? I just want to say he's he's an entitled player. I'm like a diva, yeah. I remember his time in LSU. He didn't want to go to school. He wanted to, All he wanted to do was play basketball and he was just saying how, oh, why do I have to even focus on school? My main goal is to be a basketball player. <laughs> and it just... I mean, I get his point, but it sounds kind of privileged, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you're you going to school for free, basically. Why not take advantage of it? And, like, you never know what if you don't <laughs> develop a jump shot and you get injured. You're back to being a UPS driver, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so maybe that education <laughs> might help. Yeah. But he's doing the same thing here. He's, try- he's trying to force his way out of Philadelphia. Um, they're trying to find him. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're saying if he doesn't show up for every day, he doesn't show up. They're gonna find him. So they're trying to scare him, but he, he apparently his camp saying that he's still gonna sit out. I don't even know where I want him to go, to be honest. What about you guys? Um, no, just to add on the Ben Simmons thing, like I don't want to sound like TMZ here, but I forgot which reporter said this. It might have been Stephen A. But apparently, his camp is just full of yes men. And they're just like that's why he's never really developed no. like anything in the off season. Like not to, like he's had the same game since he's come in. Maybe yeah. he's built like yeah. a natural. Like he's lifted. Obviously, you can tell like his body's changed. But other than that, I've never seen or saw like much improvement from this guy. But in terms of teams, I'd want him to go to. I think there's only one. Right, we're all thinking like that's the best fit. Don't say Toronto. No, no. Oh, well, okay, yeah. I, was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say the Warriors. Right. Is it? But that's if Draymond has to go the. Yeah, it depends on who they're giving. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Wiggins, with the Wiggins drama, (laughs) it kind of makes sense. What's the Wiggins drama? And, and... (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't. Do we want to get cancelled today? No, no, (laughs) but uh, no, Wiggins and Embiid are were teammates in Kansas. I don't, uh, as far as I know, I don't think there's a vaccine mandate in Philadelphia. So he can play his home games there. So that's actually looking pretty likely, come to think of it. I, I saw something, uh, like a report saying that Denver was the most most likely now, in terms of odds. 
but I just don't see how he can fit with that team. Who would they even have to give back to make that work? MPJ, maybe? I'd rather have in that offense, I think Michael Porter Jr. fits better. Because they need a go-to scorer. They don't need guys Wait, that in are Philly? on, what's it called, on Denver. Oh. Like, I don't think that makes sense for Denver just because there we have people that can push the ball. You know what I mean? And they have wing defenders as well, too. But Yeah, Jokic is already a better passer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got Aaron Gordon who can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> I was just going to mention that, but I'm, like, I'm by myself here in person. Enoch's not here to help you. He's halfway across Canada right now. <laughs> So you guys think, is there like a team in mind? Because I actually don't know where he actually would fit as a player. It's like tough being in the NBA as a ball handler if you can't shoot. Mm -hmm. With this new NBA, it's all about the three-point shot. Yeah, defense, of course, is like the new thing as well. But if you can't provide anything other than that, it's kind of tough to put you in situations where teams already have point guards that can either do one or the other. And I think in this modern NBA, I think shooting... People are looking for shooters. Yeah. Like you can get wing defenders at any other position mm-hmm. because he he's 6'9", 6'10". You can just pick up a small forward that does exactly what he does, but then have a point guard that has the playmaking and shooting ability. So it's like a weird situation because wasn't he touted coming out of like you or LSU as like the next LeBron? Yeah. yeah. But LeBron has a shot. I mean, it's not the best in the world, but he hits his jumpers. He takes them. And yeah. he, ta- he takes them, too. And he takes them when he can't see the rim, right, sir? Yeah. <laughs> I was seeing three rims. So I don't know, man. Like, Let me just pose this question, then, for Ben Simmons. Because, of course, this is our hometown team. And I brought it up earlier. Would you guys make that deal for him to come to Toronto? And I was hearing it would have to include, like, Fred VanVleet, OG. Oh, no. If, it, if it's the, that package that they said, no. But... I think Ben has all the leverage here. So I think whoever, whatever team gets him, they're not going to have to pay a, a, a huge price for it. I, I, that's what I think, at least. Because when you hold out like that, you put the team, you put the pressure on the team yeah. to, to trade you, right? Yeah. And then they can't get the full value for you. Yeah. I was just thinking when you see, when you're, when we were trying to think of who, where he can land or where he would fit best. And for some reason, I'm thinking, I don't know if they're even in the rumors and if they have the pieces to trade, but I think he kind of fits in Minnesota. What's going the other way, you think? Like a D'Angelo Russell? <laughs> I think D'Angelo it has to be D'Angelo or like Malik Beasley. Because <laughs> 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 they already have Ant. Yeah. And that's then true. they got Cat. That, that's like a good big three that you can run, I think. And they don't... They all have different strengths, so I think that could work there. I don't know. That's just a random thought that I had. He, he, I think he could fit there. Even... I was even thinking Memphis, too. Because he'd be basically a better Kyle Anderson. And Kyle Anderson is flourishing there. Uh, flourishing there. Yeah, that's true, too. So... But then Memphis brought in Stephen Adams, right? Oh, yeah. That, oh, that, that would that, be that just make, wild. The thing is, I want Ben Simmons to play the five. And then that's why I'm so... All of a sudden, I'm so high on Scotty Barnes because I think we have Ben Simmons. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. Yeah. A better Ben Simmons. A better Ben, ben Simmons because this guy actually looks at the rim. I think that's the beef with Ben Simmons for me right now. It's like, at least look at the rim and 
Yeah. Pretend to, or take a yeah. shot, bro. You know that Keep one highlight. Yeah. That one highlight is still floating around where he it was against Atlanta, and then he had that under the net, and then he passed out. Yeah. To like Tobias Harris <laughs> or something, and I remember someone said Embiid on the three point line. He reacted like, oh, like yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. I feel like maybe you can put him on a team. See, of course, it all depends on the assets going back, right? Yeah. Like, for some reason, I feel like now that I'm thinking and we've had, you know, eight minutes to talk about it, for some reason, like, I think I would like to see him on a team like even Milwaukee. I don't know why. I'm just thinking Milwaukee just because they have length, they have defense. But, of course, it all depends who's going back. I think Philadelphia would have to ask for someone like Middleton. Yeah. But... As we've said on the pod, Middleton, that's their that's their guy. I don't know. And hey, if they put that beef aside, like for some reason, I'm like really digging Phoenix. I don't know what it is. Him and Devin Booker would just be jokes on the court. <laughs> not bad. Because you got Booker, he that's can shoot. Bad, yeah. And then you got the playmaker. I, You guys have heard me on the pod say this many times, but Chris Paul was just pissing me off <laughs> yeah. during the finals. I don't know what the hell this guy was doing. But I mean, yeah, Chris Paul does the mid-range. He does all that playmaking stuff, but... I feel like a combo of Ben Simmons and Devin Booker would just be kind of fun to watch. You got one guy doing all the playmaking, and then you got the other guy doing all the offense. It just so happens that they're Eskimo bros. <laughs> <laughs> what if he develops a pick-and-roll game where he's the roller? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like He needs to have like that pick-and-pop. Not even like that 15-footer, that mid-range. Yeah. Just stand still. He needs to hit that. Because yeah. if he becomes prime, if he plays like prime Blake Griffin... He's he's like that. That's a good. Bad. And yeah. they have the same body like, type too. Yeah. Like that six yeah. nine. He had like you said. He's been Eskimo big. brothers too. Yo, they might be Eskimo yeah. brothers <laughs> also. Actually, <laughs> you know what? He's the next Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's gonna be interesting because I know the NBA season starts in what's around. I think you mentioned this off the pod in our text chat once. It's like in a, in a month, I believe. I think the fifteenth is the first. Jesus, so, yeah. and I mean, Philadelphia's gonna have to figure first out preseason or first game. No, like first game, regular I think, season. Yeah. 50, October fifty. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, and Philadelphia like has to figure it out soon because that's a big part of the rotation. Who's their starting point guard? Then is it Maxi if he doesn't play? That that's putting a, like a young guy in a in a pretty big role. Yeah, for an like aspiring championship team. Yeah, because I mean Embiid, Harris, like that core can only have so much time. And you're going to put Maxi, who is a good player, but can he run an offense? From what mm-hmm. I've seen, Maxi's a he's a hired gun. He's a shooter. He's a slasher. He's a six man, like a six man type off the bench. I don't even know who else is on that team. If Seth. I'm being honest, they got Seth, Seth Curry. Seth Curry, yeah. okay, but who would play that point guard for them if Ben Simmons isn't um, there? Um, George Hill. I think they got. Oh, they have George Hill still. So it'll be interesting, I think. Yeah, seeing Philadelphia just because I mean. They're still talking about it, and I've seen those videos of him working out too, like hitting those three-point jumpers <laughs> with the people going under the screen. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Like going under the screen, everybody's like, go over the screen and see if you can hit that <laughs> shot. But let us know what you guys think. Ben Simmons, I know, coming out of LSU, big prospect, supposed to be a superstar. Let us know what you guys think. If he's going to start the season off in Philadelphia, he's getting traded, let us know where it's going to be. Who knows? It might be China. All right, sir? Yeah. <laughs> the Guangdong China. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to speak one trade into existence. CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons. Yo, that was a rumor, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? It's I still needed is. to come true. And then it I'm going to repost is. it. So, 
For those of you but who I don't been, like it. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like it either, remember? So just a quick backstory for you original listeners of the pod when we went as a different alias that we won't mention on this current podcast. We had a trade post that got a lot of heat on it from certain <laughs> people uh, within our following that it was a dumb trade. Why would Saran suggest that? And it was Ben Simmons for CJ McCollum. So Saran, like, do you want to maybe just give us some backstory? Do you think it's going to work? Like, Looking at the rosters now, do you think it's a fit for both teams? Honestly, it's just a fit for Philly because they get McCullum, who's like a scorer. Yeah, maybe not in the playoffs, but because he kind of folded in their last last series against Denver. Yeah, against yeah. Denver. But I think with Embiid, like a legit role man or like a big man, I think McCullum could work. On the other side, they got Nurkic, Cantor. That's their center rotation. Cantor, Cantor's back in Boston. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh no, wait, is he back in Boston? I think he's in Portland, isn't is he? Because they keep going back and forth. He keeps going back and forth. I don't know, but okay. Let's keep, double check keep, that. Keep yeah. going, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm a big fan of Ben Simmons with shooting around him. Other than that, I don't see him working, which is sucks. Like a number one pick like that, that's how limited you are. Um, yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah. He's very limited and a successful he can play anywhere, but I don't know how successful. This guy's he'll back be. on the Boston Celtics. He's back on the Celtics. So yeah, there it is. He literally, I think he went Boston, Port, Portland, Boston, Portland, Boston, Portland, Boston, like immigration you know where he's at man like yeah i've been saying this since the boston series this is why we lost because you guys didn't get him he's in the bubble um i just wanted to say something quickly i might be losing my track here no so you mentioned a good point about ben simmons saying about they needed shooting around him Mm. that's why i think that philadelphia team in 2018 that we played against was such a built like a good built team around ben simmons because they started jj reddick you need shooting he'll light it up they had Mike Scott coming off the bench. They had Jimmy Butler. He's not the best three-point shooter, but he'll take his shots. Mm-hmm. That's when Tobias Harris was having a good year as well, too, coming from the Clippers. So they had a good team surrounding him. I don't remember. I know Mike Scott was killing us. I don't know if he had a good series that year, but I remember they had the right pieces to be a good team coming out of the Eastern Conference. So, I mean, hey, and that's how LeBron won his rings, too, in Miami. You put shooters around him. Yeah. Ray Allen, Mike Miller, Shane Battier, Richard Lewis, Mark Chris Bosch was starting to bring it out a little bit as well too. That's how LeBron won it. If he's supposed to be the next LeBron, you got to put the shooters around him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let us know what you think, Francis. Do you have any closing thoughts on our boy Ben Simmons? No, I think I think we've said all we can say. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny that he's he's so he's okay. He's number one. Former number one pick, and but there's no, there is buzz, but I'm not excited for this trade. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it does nothing to my life. <laughs> he gets traded, like I'm not gonna watch the team that he gets traded to. That's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does nothing to my life. <laughs> Damn, I I think that's how Philly fans feel right now too. I saw that there was a there was a post on Twitter that they already started putting his jersey in the. Oh yeah, uh, clearance section beside the yeah. Carson Wentz jerseys. <laughs> so, like you know, you know when Woj drops a bomb and then you pick it up and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, yo, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. But I see Ben Simmons get traded. Oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no excitement, yeah, for me. <laughs> All right, so for the second half of today's episode. The three of us, we're going to quickly go through the ESPN rankings that came out, what was it, yesterday or the day before? 
Uh, I don't know when top five came. Yeah, up, I think it was fairly recently, but anyways, it was yesterday. So top yesterday, five was yesterday, there was a lot of you know, I guess a lot of talks online, a lot of disagreement, a lot of agreement. It was pretty much, yeah, it was pretty much. There was a lot of different reactions to it, and what we're gonna do is. I'm going to have Saran and Francis just list out the top 10 players, and then we're going to go around the room and list our personal top five going in to this upcoming NBA season. And of course, we're also factoring, you know, players that are injured that would have been there as well, too. But we're just going to do the top five. So Saran and Francis, either one of you guys, just list out the top 10. Okay, I got it here. Should I start from 10 to 1? Yeah, go 10 to 1. Go 10 to okay. 1. So number 10, we got James Harden. Number 9, we got Anthony Davis. Number eight, Dame Dalla. Number seven, Joel Embiid. Number six, Nikola Jokic. And then top five, we got number five, Steph Curry. Number four, Luka. Three, LeBron. Two, Giannis. And number one, KD. So that's the current top ten list that ESPN went out with. And as I mentioned, we're going to go around the room, so... So, Ryan, do you want to start with your top five? And we'll go end with Francis since he read it off. All right. So, just off the beginning, this is what I think the top five will be for next year. Yep. Okay, I'm looking at the list right now. Okay, I will do I, one to five. Like, I'll go in order. So, Katie, I'm going to say number one. Okay. I'm going to say number two, Steph Curry. Okay. Number three, Giannis. Yeah. So okay, now it gets weird. You know what? I'll, I'm gonna put LeBron four. There it is. <laughs> and we'll True. go Luca five. True. You know what? Wait, take out. A... Oh, here we go. No, no, no. We're done. We're done. We're, we're done. done there? That's it. That's it. That's it. You want to put Scotty Barnes in there? <laughs> <laughs> I should put him in the four spot. All right, so I'll just go off my five as well too. So it's, I guess it's very similar as well. There might be some heat from some certain fans out there, but I have KD number one as well. So I think we we can agree on that. Yep. I actually have, you know, I've said this on the pod many times. I have a love for him now. And I've got Giannis at two. <laughs> My love for Giannis is just, just blossomed. You know what? And I think he'll have a good season coming off his first NBA championship. Number three, I got Stephen Curry. His boy Clay is back. Draymond's going to finally go back into his natural position. And the Warriors are going to be really good this year. And I think Stephen Curry is going to show up, show out again. Four, I actually have the current MVP, and I have Nikola Jokic at four. Okay. I just think Denver is such a good regular season team. I know, of course, playoffs factor into all of this as well, too. But I think he's the best center in the NBA, and I'm going to have to just show him love based off, you know, the season he had last year without Jamal Murray as well, too. And to round off my top five, I'm going to go with Luka on the Dallas Mavs. Just because Dallas didn't give him any help again. They didn't sign anybody in the offseason. They didn't make any trades. Luka's going to have to do it all by himself again. And I think he's going to put up crazy numbers. And I guess, just a shout-out, I have LeBron at 6. So fair Yeah, enough. fair enough. Uh, Francis, you want to hit up with yours, though? I actually have the exact same top 5, I would say. This is going into next season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm talking best actual basketball players currently, I think Harden's in that top 5. Yes. Over Luca, I was thinking that um, like opportunity wise, yeah. James Harden's not going to have the same opportunities as that's Luka. I mean, yeah. yeah, that does make sense. But I I'm looking at the top ten as I read it out, and I think the top ten 
is fairly accurate. Not like where they're placed, but the top ten players. The top ten players is pretty accurate. I want to say that. I want to say that Tatum's gonna be at least top six Speaking going into next year. I think. I well it depends. A A D may show out this year. That's the thing. He looked so bad last year, just mm-hmm. he just looked out of shape. There's rumors that he, he look he looks bigger now. Um, especially playing with Russell Westbrook, like he's you know that he's gonna be more engaged this year. Apparently LeBron slimmed down as well. They say that every year. Yeah. But from what I saw in the Phoenix series and the end of last season, LeBron is not top five currently can i add i think ad when healthy is top five maybe even he's top three when he's healthy i think so but that's my the risk where if we're projecting onto 2022 yeah when has he ever showed me a full healthy season but this was their longest off season right yeah like they had the really short turnaround last year ad he's still young he's a year older than us i know that so 28 I don't know, man. I think AD, he could, he's going to be top five. Yeah. I could change that. I could see it. <laughs> should I change my top? No, 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 no. <laughs> Literally, the minute after he said it, he's like, should I change that? Because <laughs> I do think he's better than like a, like at their best, AD is better than Jokic. But this like, is no as it stands. As it stands though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. As it stands. I, I want to put Steph second, but you can't slight the finals MVP. Fair as enough. much as I, fair enough. I, it's not, I'm not a hater. Oh, just... no, Francis, don't worry. It'll, it'll come eventually, bro. It'll come eventually. Well, yeah. I know what you're saying. Because, no, but top three, I think it's fine for Giannis. I think he knows. He doesn't really care for that stuff. You heard, the, like, yeah. he doesn't really care for that stuff, so. Yeah. So after looking at the list that Francis has pulled up for us right now, I do agree that these set, like, this set of players, that's a top 10. Of course, they're interchangeable. I just think... If James Harden is the 10th best player, like that's just crazy how much talent there is in the NBA right now. And then excluding what Francis said, like Francis said, Tatum could be up to top six and he's not even on that list right now. Mm-hmm. Factor in also players like Devin Booker who had a crazy run. Trey Young had a great playoff as well too. Like there's so many players that aren't on that list that could make a name for themselves. Who knows? Paul George had a good year last year. Jimmy Butler might be in there, Bam Adebayo. It's just crazy, but I think we're all in agreement that the top three, did we all have like the same top three where it was Katie, Giannis, Steph, yeah, interchangeable yeah. Mm-hmm. depending on how you see fit, right? But yeah, has are they the only one that does like a release, like a big time release at the beginning of the season or does like Bleacher Report do one as well too? Or usually, because I know this one got a lot of coverage, like I think it's in the like, basketball like world about the ranking. So it's like I'm like curious to kind of see if what the other sport platforms have these guys ranked at, if they do have one. I just searched it up. There's a uh, Sports Illustrated, but I think everybody pays attention to the ESPN yeah. one because I remember as a Raptor fan, like the Rosen used to get dissed every year, every like 50, year, yeah. fifty or yeah, something. Yeah, so disrespectful, man. Okay, there's there's a um, there's a Sports Illustrated one. No, and in this one they got Durant, Giannis, LeBron. So they have LBJ, Curry, Jokic. So my the reason for me like why I have LeBron outside of the top five is because 
he's got even more help this year. Like, people think Russell Westbrook is washed, but he's someone that can put up a triple-double any day of the week, right? Yeah. And if that takes a load off LeBron, of course, LeBron's numbers are going to be lower. Oh, of course, like, okay. his usage is going to be a little bit lower yeah. now that he has, you know, another... I wouldn't say complimentary just because I know... We don't know how that is going to work, but we know Russell Westbrook loves having the ball in his hands, right? So, of course, that's going to take LeBron's usage out a little bit. Might not in the playoffs, but during the regular season, I expect a dip in LeBron's numbers. Only because, like, he has that help. But LeBron is still LeBron. Like, I'm not going to discourage, you know, he's the best player in the world, right? Well, I think KD is. But, you know, you guys know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, right? It's LeBron, yeah. It's LeBron. So, yeah. and LeBron just gets better with age. He shows up when he has to. But I just, going into this upcoming offseason, I just don't think he cracks that top five. Because the aforementioned guys that we mentioned, even though we did have some differences, I just think are better players going into right the now, season yeah. right now. Yeah. So, for all you LeBron fans, yeah. and I'm surprised <laughs> you're very, like, accepting of that. No, nah, you know what it is? It's like, well, it's a good point you brought up, that Russell Westbrook's there. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's just LeBron, I think, the decline. Yeah. I don't want to make excuses, but, you know, it is, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. It is happening. So, yeah. I think outside of that one, the I think it was Game Three. Um, in the Phoenix series, he I don't know he did not look good. Yeah, he looked because I'm I'm treating this as a like as in like impact, like how much impact can they bring? Yeah. to their teams, their respective teams, and obviously KD is just like when he's on the court, like yeah. you know, we saw yeah. Game you, five. Just, you just yeah. know, yeah. and then same thing with Giannis, like yeah, he brought he. Brought a championship to Milwaukee. <laughs> Middleton. Holiday. <laughs> 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 you got Steph that, like, he's just no insane. Yeah. Yeah. So the top three, like, rounds up. Look, but LeBron from the Phoenix series, and just ever since he came back from injury, he doesn't look to have the same impact that he did previously. Beginning of the season, he looked like he was an MVP candidate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he when he hurt. came back, he just didn't look the same. He wasn't, like, it was easier, it seemed easier to stop him, and he wasn't really, like, he didn't engage his teammates as much as we were used to seeing. Yeah. KCP, I'm not saying he's a bum, but, okay, <laughs> in Washington, like, you'll see him go back to just being, just like, a regular role player, you know what I mean? Like, LeBron does, has that impact, yeah. I think. Kuz, you're just gonna see another chucker in Washington. <laughs> hey, he's gonna average uh, 25, 25 points a game. <laughs> But I don't know. We'll see. I'm ho- I'm one of those like when I'm a fan of someone, it's like I hope for the best, expect the worst, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm kind of doing that with LeBron. That's a bar. <laughs> that, is... that is a bar. The one thing I also want to add before we go into our draft is that with this, the thing with the Lakers, I don't know. If, of course, you guys have noticed this, but every year they do like a refresh of the roster. They just literally pick and choose. All right, you 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 stay. Everyone else is gone. So it's like I'm curious to see how this new Lakers team will mesh. Just because, yeah, they won a, two, a championship two years ago. They didn't last year. But this year, it's literally what? They have, like, 13 new players. Yeah. Like, who were who the holdovers from last year? I think it's LeBron. It's Anthony Davis. Um, That's all I, can, I can't think. Taylor Horton Tucker. T- yeah, THT. Yeah. Yep. I, I feel like there are more, yeah, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a crazy turnover of players. So, of course, that's getting accustomed to the Lakers offense 
getting accustomed to playing with LeBron, mm-hmm. but then also getting accustomed to playing with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. So it's having to find that middle ground of like what what's your role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Carmelo Anthony's there. You got guys like Malik Monk, Francis Boy. So it's a reshuffle of the team, but it's also it's how are they going to look when the other teams in the Western Conference have had these like established rosters already? Like they've had those core players. Denver has their core players. The Clippers have their core players. Utah has their whole core of players. <laughs> I'm curious to see where the Lakers will end up with this team just because there's so many new faces. And the the Western Conference is as good as it's ever been. So I think the best team is in the East, but the the West is always yeah, it's just Oh yeah, I think the best team in the East is <laughs> yeah. the Net or the, I the think best the best team, team the is, is the Nets. Yeah. That's how I think what do you think, Francis? I don't think there's anything the Lakers can do yeah. that can match <laughs> the that can match Brooklyn's talent. Yeah. Just that top three is just insane. And they got players that complement the top three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you saw what Blake Griffin did. I'm going to show him love, even though I hate him. Blake Griffin, he filled a role. They signed Patty Mills, who oh, yeah, that's person. literally the perfect backup point guard if if Kyrie's not there, and he's the perfect spot and start player if like you know there's injuries or anything. Yeah. He's a perfect player you can plug into a lineup. I got to show love our boy Francis. They signed Paul Millsap, <laughs> perfect complimentary veteran off the bench. Like they just put together, I think, a better team to fit their big three. Than the Lakers did with their big three. Yeah. Just because I feel like LeBron just picked his friends. Like, I don't know. That's just <laughs> yeah. how I, I kind of see it. While the Nets, they picked basketball players to complement the ones they already had. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see how this season goes. But, I mean, that's our top fives. Um, let us know as well, too, who you guys think. I know. I'm curious to see Enox. So, when he gets back from his vacation, we'll start it off with him and see who's in his current top five. I think that's when Saran and Enoch are going to start arguing again <laughs> with the whole LeBron thing. But yeah, let us know um, who you guys think is in the top five, and we'll see what happens when the season starts. So for today's draft, what we're going to do is draft the best-dressed NBA players. So for those of you at home, one of the biggest uh, Instagram accounts for people that follow basketball is League Fits. And League Fitz is pretty much an account ran by, I don't know what the dude's name is, but I actually don't think he has yeah. drip. He's a dude that <laughs> runs something. this account. But anyways, it's pretty much just pictures and videos of what NBA players are wearing. And it's very popular just because, as Francis was saying off the pod, it's just drip. Some of these players have drip, some of them don't. And what we're going to do is draft, I guess, the drippiest players in our mind, no homo. <laughs> All right, let me pull up this uh, random name generator. I actually didn't do it. Uh, Damn, now we can confirm. Now you guys can live. see it and confirm live that this is legit and this is happening. So for those of you at home, don't mind if you hear the typing in the background. All right, so random order generator. I should just bookmark this for every time we have a podcast. I always just Google it. All right, so Chris... Francis and Saran. All right, click here. And I want you guys to come in and see this order. So it's actually okay. happening as it as it as it's going. So the number one pick, we got Saran. Oh, number two pick, we got Francis, and I got the back-to-back picks. So Saran, take it away, my brother. Oh wait. Do you guys want to do three or do you guys want to do four? I'm down for four. Let's do four. Because yeah. I think we're at a good time here. Okay. Um let's do four. So we're gonna draft 
the four, I guess, four drippiest players to us. So, Saran, take it away, bro. Okay, this man is always going to be a Toronto Raptor to me. And he doesn't do fashion. He does art. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Serge Ibaka, I'm always thinking of him. Like, I don't think I could rock what he rocks, but he's got confidence to do it. Yeah. He's he's fresh. And um, I don't know. He's just like, a lot of people think he's a good looking guy. I think he's a good looking guy. I think so too, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just said that to start it off with. I think he's a good looking guy, but. <laughs> I need to, I need to ch- uh, check the temperature of the room. Yeah, read the room a little what's, bit here. Yeah. What's everybody thinking? Um, yeah, Serge Ibaka and. LA Clippers leave everything the Raptors stop fetishizing or I heard that's not a real word apparently fetishist someone called you out on that or I think yeah queer did oh queer oh yeah. shit I didn't know that <laughs> but yeah uh, whatever word is like leave us alone facts Serge Ibaka did art in Toronto facts that's facts alright so with the first round pick shout out to Serge fellow Toronto Raptor alright Francis it's your pick next bro um, I just wanted to add to the Serge thing I think out of all the players that I kind of noted here he's like the only one that dresses like like suave you know what i mean yeah. like, oh, it's not yeah, like yeah. new generation streetwear yeah. you know what i mean um that's why i wanted him on my on my uh like my team but i'm gonna go with my first one i i think he's the drippiest for me just because like i think that i could rockish his his uh, drip if i was in the league so I'm gonna go with Tatum. Oh. That's number one. Like it's not like That's too a good out there. Yeah. Like there's some players that you can't like you can you look at them and you're like like it's like the, what they're wearing is sick, but you can never rock it yourself. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But Tatum, I think he has it. So I'm gonna go with him number one. So Francis and I actually off the call. Francis and <laughs> I actually had this conversation one time when he was cutting my hair and. I definitely agree with that number one pick and exactly what Francis said. I can't picture myself wearing something that, you know, like Kyle Kuzma would wear. You know what I mean? But I can picture myself wearing something Jason Tatum would wear. So that's the exact same thought process that I had with Tatum because he was my number one pick as well. But what I'll do here is I'm going to just go with guys who I think have swag that, you know, when I see them walking down the tunnel, I'm like, that fit goes in. And with my first pick, I'm actually going to go with the Sneaker King. I'm going to go with PJ Tucker with my first pick. I know a lot of people know him for his shoes. I'm not really a big shoe guy, but go into his IG or go into the league fits. And he actually has like simple drip, but he also has like that out there, but it's not too crazy. So I'm going to go with PJ Tucker with my first pick. I kind of just like how he compliments the shoes to his like, uh, like I guess his wardrobe as well. But check him out if you haven't seen. I'm going to go PJ Tucker with my first pick. And then this is tough because I like how he dresses. But a lot of people just think he's like out there. But when he's, you know, a little bit more simple, it's fly. And I'm going to go with Russell Westbrook. (laughs) And I know he dropped that one picture recently of the dress looking like that Young Thug Jeffrey album. But when he actually puts in a simple outfit, and I'm going to refer... I think the All-Star game where Hami Diallo won. I don't know if you guys remember that All-Star weekend. Um, I don't remember what what year it was. He had this jacket and it just looked so fire. And I know I can't rock half of the stuff he wears, but the other half is fresh. So I'm going to go with Russell Westbrook with my second pick. And that takes it back to Francis. So Francis, who do you got, bro? 
Um, okay, so my second pick, I'm gonna go with uh, someone that's also more out there. Like he, he's not afraid to express himself. But uh, I'm gonna go with uh, my Filipino brother, Jordan Clarkson. Good pick. Good pick. That's a good pick. Um, I don't know. The guy is just, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, even if he didn't wear nice clothes, like, just his neck tats and just a cool dude uh yeah he's, he, he's got the nice braid up now he's just a cool dude so uh yeah i'll go with jordan clarkson as my, my second one did you guys see that interview yeah. yesterday yeah. the lady's like so have you been to uh, any jazz games yeah a lot a lot <laughs> that's how you know utah has no drip bro <laughs> i do not know your nba like, team bro. the guy's six six dude yeah. like was he six 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 four he's like six four six, four, six five yeah, yeah. like how how do you not know? Okay, I might be generalizing here, but how many colored people are in, in Utah? Uh, and, and how many all of them are 6'4 and up? Yeah. Like, I think there's probably about like five or six, and they all play for the Utah Jazz. So. <laughs> it's like when um, when you don't want to stereotype yeah. like a, a, a tall black person. Like, you know how, like, usually people would be like, oh, do you play basketball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's but like, it's like she didn't want to say it. She yeah. didn't want it. <laughs> but it went wrong. <laughs> like, you're in Utah. Like, bro, Utah is just full of MAGA. Like, yeah. There are no colored people in Utah, bro. But, but why would she ask about basketball then if she's not that well informed? Is she just like, I don't, even, I don't know. I didn't Unless even see it was like scripted or something. I don't know. That's pretty funny. Because they even asked him to spell his name. He's like, J O R. Utah fans, man, get it together. This is why you guys aren't winning a championship. You guys don't even know who's on your damn team. And you guys are supporting Carl Malone, who should be in jail, bro. But anyway, Saran, you got the back-to-back picks, bro. Who do you got? Damn, you went there. Oh, I went there still. All right. Um, all right. I just I've seen this guy on this League Fits page posted multiple times. I think it's out there, but also I'm gonna show him some love because fellow Canadian. Oh, I know who we know who it yeah, is. Yeah. I'll go Shy Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. Honestly, these are fits I could never pull off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he just... But they just look, like, well put together. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Cool. He's a cool guy, too. Yeah. yeah. I mess with his fits. I think, like, the cool factor. Yeah. Like, if you have the confidence to wear that stuff, yeah. it just makes you cool. And I think his... Um, I think his play on the court, or his style of play in the court, kind of matches... Yeah, like his style. His like style. he's just so he's just so smooth. With it. He's yeah. just like yo. He's yeah. like, he's the he's, a, he's the black Steve Nash. I love that quote, man. I love that quote. He's the black Steve Nash. So you're going with SGA, uh, our fellow fellow uh, Hamilton boy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that we're Hamilton boys on this pod. So fellow Hammer. All right, Saran, let's go. Who's got? Who do you got for the next pick? And then my next one, I will go with. I don't even know if this guy dresses well, but it's just everything he does is so like cool. He's drippy. I'm gonna go with the tsunami poppy. Kelly Oubre Jr. The Tsunami, who is actually a part of the coolest team in the NBA now, too. Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets and Gordon Hayward. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets and Gordon Hayward. So you're going to go with the Tsunami Poppy. Any reason why? Like, you're going with that pick? He's... No, um... No, I'm so he's just so cool. Yeah, he's just a cool guy. He's just so a cool, cool guy. And he's good looking, too. Yeah, he's a good looking <laughs> There it is. There you got to read the room a little bit here. Read the room. If you see another homie that wants to say he's a good looking yeah. guy, just say it out. I got you, sir. <laughs> So you're going to go with your back-to-backs. You're going to go with SGA, and you're yeah. going to go with the Tsunami Poppy, Kelly Oubre Jr. All right, so Francis, it's your pick. Who you got, bro? Oh, man. Um, I had one in mind, but do I want to take him now? I got one more coming back to me, right? 
Yeah, they're yeah. not poor. Oh wait, we, you guys didn't take this guy. I'll take him. I'll go. Um, I'll go Devin Booker. Oh that's yeah, he's got yeah. That's a good pick. And he's also like Tatum. He has a drip that it's not casual drip, but it's like yeah, anyone could wear it. Yeah, but he'll also pull out some fits that like regular people can get. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like he'll wear chucks and stuff. Or he'll just um, wear like he'll, a, a like, white button up or something, yeah, and it looks. And he'll and he'll wear like he'll look. It'll look like something I could get at H&M, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so true. And then he'll pull up in those, like, his Cadillac. And it's so, the, the entire, cool factor, yeah. 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 entire drip. Yeah. And, you know, like, he got he got Kendall Jenner's. That's true. Yeah, we can't even say anything about that. Drip, so I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, Devin Booker as my third. That's a good pick. And he's been, I don't know if, I'm sure you guys follow him on Instagram. Like, his whole aesthetic on Instagram, too, is, like, super cool. And... Yo, with Devin Booker, I became a fan. I gotta get that jersey still, Francis. So, Francis, with his... Was that your second or third pick? Third pick. Third pick. So, you are going with Devin Booker, and I have my two back-to-backs to round it off. And I was scared you were going to go with one of these guys, Francis, but I'm going to actually end off my draft with two veterans, uh, two leaders in their locker room. And with my third pick, I'm going to go with actually LeBron James with oh, my third pick. I was thinking. There's just something cool about him. Like, of course, like yeah. LeBron has that aura. Like, it's LeBron James. But he puts together some fits that are really cool. Like, he wears a lot of fitteds, which I do as well, too. Yeah. Matches it with his sneakers. But the thing I like about LeBron, he does this, like, dress pant look. He'll wear, like, dress pants and then, yeah. like, a t-shirt or something. And it just yeah. looks fire. So I'm going to go with LeBron with my third pick. And then to round it off, I'm going to go with another vet. One of his best friends. I'm going to go with Chris Paul to end my draft as well. Chris Paul has kind of the same style as LeBron where it's a little bit more simple. But they switch it up. They switch the sneakers up. They switch the pants up. The hats. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. And what we'll do uh, for this. How do you guys maybe want to show it? Like maybe we can pick a personal outfit that we like from these guys. I, and then when we yeah. put it onto the draft post. Like we can show you like our favorite from these guys. Is that alright? Yeah. Okay. So we'll do that. So I'm going to round it off with LeBron James. And I talked shit about him earlier in the pod, but I'm going to go with Chris Paul to end my draft. So it's back to Francis with his last pick as well. I was going to, um, you know, I was going to pick LeBron, but I think the thing with LeBron is it's his body type. He's just too big. big (laughs) It's hard to envision his fits on anyone else. (laughs) Like, that's like a one in one body type, you know what I mean? (laughs) But I mean, we're six feet, so we're like almost there. there. We're like almost there. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's up there for me. I thought you were going to go with this guy. Do I want to pick him? I think I know who you're going to pick here. I think. I kind of want to pick him, but I might go with this guy, because I actually, I've always, you know what, I'm going I'm to I'm stray off these two guys, I'm going to go with uh, D'Angelo Russell. He's, he hasn't he been, has good drip, yeah. he hasn't been featured lately, I don't know why, I think it's, I think actually it's because he went to Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Literally when he went to Minnesota, I don't see him on the league fits anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like he fell off. Like it's it's like he plays in China now. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that's true. You gotta you gotta play in like a warm climate. I feel like yeah, or like a team that is winning yeah. games. Yeah, or like but, in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like when he was in Brooklyn and when he was in Golden State, Golden State, and his fits were fire. I think he was in like one of the uh, 
first teams. Yeah, I think so too. A couple, like, couple years, years ago. ago, yeah. But now he's like nowhere to be found. So, and you met him too. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> fun, yeah. fun story. I actually, um, I think for three days in a row, I was in the same same place as this guy <laughs> in LA. Uh, so I saw him uh, shopping at the small in LA called the Grove. I think at the Zara there. I took a picture with him. And then the second day, the, the very next day, I went to the Dodgers game. He threw the first pitch. And then the next day after that, I went to um, Venice Beach. And he was hooping at Venice Beach. <laughs> and like, yeah, I saw him. Like, we even locked eyes. And this guy's probably like, this guy's following me. <laughs> so I saw him three days in a row kind of crazy that's how it is i guess like you just you just see celebrities man. yeah you see celebrities everywhere so you are gonna end it off with d'lo yeah he's fresh i remember when he was on brooklyn he wore a lot of cool jackets from what i remember because it's hella cold up there mm-hmm. but saran to finish us off of our best dressed nba players with my last pick i will go with i'm gonna go with carmelo anthony Ooh. Just because, you know, I think you guys took a couple guys from the banana boat. Oh, so we had to wrap it up there. <laughs> and I think they are a good group of, like, well-dressed group of friends. Yeah. Like, you, you add D-Wade in there. Too. Yeah, D-Wade's fresh, too. I think yeah. maybe that's the aesthetic. I'm just like, you know what, Carmelo Anthony, he's pulled up some fits. And then I like his casual fit. He always does, like, the Toronto Man Photographer hat. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like when he pulls off those casual fits. He'll, he'll also even bust out, like, the cool fedora. Like, yeah, he has, yeah, he has the glasses. Yeah. He has the glasses. And <laughs> what about that? pilot fit <laughs> no one was driving the plane yeah john collins <laughs> jumped over yo <laughs> yo when I, the john collins dunk man whenever he's been up always gets a good laugh <laughs> so you're gonna go round it off with carmelo anthony, carmelo anthony. you're staying mellow with your last pick that was actually a really fun draft because i it's like clothes i don't think we've ever done like a clothing yeah. like draft before and- it's kind of like these are NBA. These are like millionaires too. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, they're, they're they have people like paid to make them look good. <laughs> but then there are basketball players that have all the money in the world, and, and then you see how they dress, and they look whack. Yeah. <laughs> like Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. I like it's just how do you like? Of course, I love the confidence, but it's like you really put that on, and you said to yourself, "Yo, I'm I'm gonna kill it with this yeah. one." Yeah. <laughs> like I that think, is wild. I think Draymond at the ESPYS that one year. Who made the call for him to get the shorts? Oh, the shorts. shorts. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know what? I think if that was, for example, Shea, yeah, he'd pull it off. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I think it depends Draymond on who would yeah. yeah. That's like, let's say, Mark Gasol going and doing that. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? Like, I guess it depends on the players. Like, I can't see Al Horford rocking a Shea Gilgis <laughs> Alexander <laughs> fit. That would be That's so true. crazy. But, yeah, that was a good draft, guys. Like, I'm curious to see who Enoch is well too. Yeah. It's like it's curious when one of the members isn't here. I'm, I'm, I want to see like who mm-hmm. he would say. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just wanted to shout out the this is who I was thinking of picking, and then there's two guys that I was thinking of picking, and then I remembered D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I wanted to pick uh, one was Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. But his is like his style is actually sort of different from yeah. everyone else's. Like he'll wear like. Like, he does the shorts and blazer thing, actually. That was a fire look yeah. when he got yeah. signed. Yeah. And his, That's yeah, true. his leg sleeve just, like, makes it look even cooler. And his yeah. hair. He's just a cool guy. Had, but sometimes his fits are kind of out there. Yeah. 
He but, was even hooping on those runs with, uh, and he was wearing a Bape shirt. Yeah. Taken, yeah. that's like some people's party fit. Yeah. Like a Bape yeah. shirt is how much you think, like maybe like 120 yeah. for like a Bape shirt. And he was like, you know what, I'm going to just wear it during a run. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you got tripped. Yo, one of the fits that these guys, or like, you know like the Eric Emanuel shorts? Yeah. Whatever. Like, you you got yeah. those, yeah. yeah. Yo, I was just like. They're expensive. They're expensive, bro. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I saw TikTok and like these are two hundred dollars shorts. I was like, damn. Yeah, France is up yeah. like that. Everybody just know. I got mine off real, so I get I get good discounts. Yeah, not discounts, yeah. but I negotiate. You deal it up. So who's uh, the last guy you were thinking? Uh, Ben Simmons. Even though I yeah, he's fresh. Caught, I, yeah, yeah. He's fresh. I was googling his name and or like best dress and like keeps popping up. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just because we slandered him for half the episode. Like, we can't just switch up now. He's light skin. Yeah. He's, you know. I actually had a friend on mine. Was I actually had James Harden on mine as well too yeah because yeah. like even though he does not out there but like it's just simple i'm like curious to see what he would wear going to a strip club i feel like he would like put out his best fit for those nights you know what i mean he would he would coordinate yeah. uh fits with little baby yeah that's his girl bro <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Yeah. he's posting his girl little baby's wearing his arizona state jersey just yeah. <laughs> so shout out to james harden and then he's in a loving relationship with little baby <laughs> That's his boo. That's his girl, bro. <laughs> bro the Hooper and like rapper dynamic is so weird to me. Like they become such, just have such best friends. Yeah, bro. Did you guys see that one where they were there was fireworks and they were showing off like their Richard Gilly watches and somebody in the comments said they just got engaged. <laughs> that's Yo. why. That's why I want to do like one episode where we talk about who's from the NBA, who's a rapper comparison. Oh yeah, like, we can counterpart because I seen. Um, you know how Kawhi does that culture jam thing? Yeah. He he had a couple posts. I don't know. I don't think he actually runs the account. But mm-hmm. yeah. he they had a couple posts where they compared like who, like for example, LeBron was yeah. in, in the rap game. Yeah. I, I thought it, I, I think that would be fun to do. I think it would be um, your boy Jay-Z or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, have lunch with LeBron or 50K? <laughs> 500K. <laughs> And that wraps up today's episode of the Offscreen Shooters. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Offscreen Shooters. And make sure to check out all our previous episodes too. I think you guys will like them. Have a good weekend. See ya. See ya. Peace.